Hey, Kate, are you ready to get into some good trouble? Hell yes, Mary. I'm ready for some good trouble. You're listening to Good Trouble NYC. And we're going. Hi, Mayor. Hi, Kate. This is a little bit different compared to the other times that we've recorded. <laughs> it's a Sunday afternoon and um, we're both a little struggling. You want to know, this is so disgusting. This is so disgusting, but I'm going to say it anyway. This is my first like actual night out in New York post-dry Jan. I still taste alcohol on my tongue. <laughs> it is 2.30 p.m. I have scrubbed my teeth five times and I still taste alcohol. You tried your best. Let's actually start and recap the week. Oh. Because now we're doing weekly episodes, so this will yeah. be a lot. Yeah. Pumped about that, so this will be easier to recap our weeks, reflect. Yeah. This week was good, and we saw each other so much. I know. We did see each other a lot, which is going to end up... All the time. Yeah, continuing and happening. Yeah, and we went to an amazing comp amazing comedy show it was a good comedy show okay no I was disappointed I was disappointed I was so pumped I sent these tickets to all the girls probably a month ago Hannah Burner love her from Summer House I see all of her videos of her her being a comedian got the tickets she was on stage for maybe 10 minutes I've seen all these jokes before online because she posts them I thought there'd be like new or different jokes no and somebody's like well she's on tour so of course it's not new jokes I was shocked by that. But she recycled everything. Every single joke. She was late. Yeah. She was the headliner and she was late and she was only up there for 10 minutes. The other comedians were funny. I did like them. Yeah. They they stole the show. Her, on the other hand, no. They, they had this funny little thing they were doing of giving out note cards and you could say like your worst Valentine or things you hate about your ex. Mine was red, which was funny. People really unpacked some traumatic shit. Oh, Trauma. That people were going off. No one held anything back. No, but I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I do think too. The worst one was the girl. Her ex's mom said to her, I've oh. been with an alcoholic my whole life and I'm going to teach you how to be with one too. Yep, time to run. Time to what run at the, the mother saying that. Fuck. Yeah. Absolutely not. An ex for a reason. Yeah, exactly. So an kudos to that reason. woman. We all, uh, we all applauded her. Yeah, we did. And then we went out for drinks afterward and... I don't know what did me in. I had two drinks the whole night, and I was just like total brain fog the next day. Oh. Yeah. We had yeah. a really great group of girls, too. Yeah. It's like our friends from college. One of my friends from Cork, Ireland, that I studied with there. She was my roommate. She recently moved to the city, brought her. She one of my ate. old coworkers, who's now one of our good friends, she stayed at my apartment that night, which was fun, too. I love when we all get together. Like, it just brings me so much joy. It's good trouble. It is good trouble wherever we go, even if it's on a small little Tuesday night. Yep. I had a conference this week. Yeah, how's that? A conference is bullshit. It's a new industry, majority of men. And the men during this conference, I was probably like one of 10 women there. They were saying the most ridiculous shit. I was sitting down at a table at one point. The guys, you know, I'm eating, I'm having my coffee, I'm going through my notes. And this group of men come up to me and they're like, do you mind if the big boys come here and sit with you? And like a weird wink. And you could tell one of them felt uncomfortable and they were all laughing about it. I'm like... Nope, I'm all set. I'll just get up. I really hate how men dominated industries that they just think that they can come up to a woman in the field and say these weird misogynistic things. And then the other one, I'm like introducing myself uh, to a couple of the booths there at the conference. I'm like, oh, I'm new to the industry. Um, I'm with, you know, blah, blah, blah company. And they're like, oh, that's a cute small company. Just like yourself. No. No, not appropriate. Don't want to hear that. You'd think that men would get smarter with age and realize not to fucking say those things, but it just continues. What if I wasn't cute? (laughs) 
but you are so yeah i good. am yeah but like just keep your mouth shut man. yeah it's just it's not, not that hard so the rest of the co- it was a three-day conference i just went to like the talks and presentations i like ended i did not do any more mingling i was over it yeah, yeah. no thank you next yep thank you next but on another bright note that was kind of a low note yeah there's a low note of the week um we went to this sober happy hour that was great. That was a lot of fun. This guy that I found on TikTok, the same guy who has who went to that group date, he put this on and it was like an intermingling of half soberish people, half drinking people. Yeah, he has a mocktail brand. Yeah, he has a mocktail brand called Goldie's and it was just so nice to go to something like that and meet new people. Although I did try to shoot my shot with someone and he walked away from me and then Kate told me later on that he had a wedding ring. Oh, I look at every man's finger. I need to start doing that. I do. It's an easy, easy thing to spot and know their relationship status. That's why I wear my clattering the way I do. I'm, what? A clattering? It's this Irish ring. It represents like loyalty family and love and so if the hands are facing outwards it means that you're ready to give your love and then if you turn it around it means that your heart's been taken oh I never knew that yeah so you can it's a big thing I guess in Boston and Ireland especially because that's where they originate overall I'm just like a very non-observant person I I guess you got to look at the wedding finger. That's now on the top of my to-do list. Also, when we were at the comedy show, there was a comedian up there that was just talking about his wife the whole time. Wasn't wearing a wedding ring. Red, Red flag for me. My man will be wearing his wedding ring every single day. Yeah. Or you can get it tattooed on if you're in a trade or a field where you can't wear one. Yeah. Yeah. So Mayor has to look out for wedding rings moving forward. Yeah, and I actually tried to yesterday whenever I went to Book Club Bar. Finally went there. Amazing. Such a great bar. And I was sitting alone at the bar reading a dry January book. But this cute guy sat next to me and he he was in the medical field. He was studying for some exam, had a beer in his hand going through his notes. And I was so close to asking him, like just starting a conversation. And I looked over at his hand. There was no ring. But then he uh, picks up his phone and he's called someone and he said, I am confirming my reservation for Tuesday and Tuesday's Valentine's Day. So he had a girlfriend. Well, what a good man for confirming his reservation. We'll give him that. Yeah, it's you win some, you lose some. I've just coming up with a lot of losses recently. That's all right. So it's fine. And even though I was reading another sober curious book, actually went out on the town last night. I love that. And that was so much fun. We went to Fig 19. Have you been there? I have not. It is like a speakeasy club-ish place. Um, it's in it's an art gallery during the day. Oh, I love this. Yeah. God damn. And then the wall opens up and it's like a little dancey bar in the back. Cute. So that was fun. And we went to Rochelle's, which I hadn't been in a few years. And that's just another typical bar. We danced the night away and we actually ended the night at Tom and Jerry's. I literally asked you guys to text me when you were leaving for a nightcap. Are you joking? I'm actually (laughs) pissed off right now. I was very drunk. Wow. I texted Kel about the nightcap. Kel, we got some beef. Oh. Tom and Jerry's is my spot. I'm pissed. Tom and Jerry's is my spot. I don't think I drank anything there, to be honest. I woke up this morning and I had a reservation for a sushi restaurant for me and Shannon next week. So that is what I did while I was at Tom and Jerry's. Oh, fine. Fine. I'm still mad at all of you. What the fuck? <laughs> this is actually, this is ludicrous. We'll make up for it next yeah, time. Yeah, next time, next time I want to go to Tom and Jerry's. I'm not hearing anything from any of you. Okay. 
Yes, we will go. You had a fun night too. Though. I did. Yeah, I actually had a date this past week. Um, I met him at the dog park. We went to dinner. It was nice. I told him straight out that I didn't like his dog. He has a shit little Frenchie that I'm just not a fan of. Jeez. No, it's a bully to Dennis. And Dennis is the king. Yeah, Dennis is the king and he's just a sweet little pea. And how did he react whenever you said he didn't like his Frenchie? That... It takes some warming up to do or some other bullshit. I was like, well, my dog is just great as he is and you don't need to warm up to him. I love that you were so honest, though, and he is already asking for a second date. Yes, he did ask me for dinner actually on Valentine's Day because he knows I we discussed I'm going to San Diego to see my sister on Wednesday. Valentine's Day, I'll be working and all the girls are coming in for trivia. So yes. nope, not available. Valentine's Day with the gals. Yes. Honestly, the best way to spend it. The best it. way. And then last night I worked... After work, I was feeling a bit tired, so I didn't want to get all dressed up and meet you guys out for dancing, but I did text them to get a nightcap, and no one met me. Sorry. Yep, it's okay. I had a great night. One of my girlfriends slept over. I slept elsewhere, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Dennis Dennis was taken care of, so that's all that matters. As long as And Dennis so was I. <laughs> as long as Dennis is safe. As long as Dennis is safe. So now that it's Sunday, we are really trying to set our week up for success, and like Kate said, we're going to the bar that she works at, for trivia on Valentine's Day. And frankly, I don't think there's any other way to spend Valentine's Day than with the gals because they will never let you down. Oh, I'm so excited. We also have this cute little new Valentine cocktail. Ooh, what yes. is it? It's vodka, raspberry puree, some type of liqueur. And we have these cute little heart. They're almost like church wafers. That's what they feel like. But they're okay. the hearts of the candies that say like XOXO or like Be Mine. And we got them. You put them on top of the cocktail and it like dissolves. That's cute. So it looks like it was painted on. Yeah, it's a cute little pink cocktail. So I'll be serving all of you girls at least one or two. Is trivia going to be Valentine's Day themed? I have no idea. I don't know the theme every week. The host just comes and we hear the theme when she yells it out. I don't even know if there is Valentine's Day trivia. But like... Backing up for a second. It could be like rom-com themed. That would be cute. I it could be like rom-com that. themed. But like, can we talk about Valentine's Day? And uh, I don't even know if it should even exist, to be honest. Yeah. This this Valentine's Day, we're both single. Yeah. I did say to Mary when she walked in, I was feeling a little, maybe a little sentimental. One thing my ex was great about was he would always get flowers delivered to my apartment weekly. That is so nice. In it my two-year relationship, my ex did not get me flowers once. Oh, no. This man this man knew to get – I loved flowers. We were doing long distance, so I got flowers and beautiful bouquets. Like, he didn't cheap out on these bouquets weekly. So coming to Valentine's Day, thinking I'm not seeing anybody significantly special – of not getting flowers. I'll buy myself flowers. I can buy myself flowers. I also am seeing a man Monday night, though, that I have been seeing for a while. And if he doesn't bring me flowers... Cut. What? You'll cut him. Oh, I'll <laughs> cut him. I think you meant cut, like, the podcast. Oh, I think I'm actually going to drop a hint to him today. Yeah, be like, my good. favorite flowers are hydrangeas. Wink, wink. Yeah. So come prepared when we go to dinner. That's the way to do it. And if he does not get the hint, like I said, cut. Yep. But... Valentine's Day. Genuinely, I don't have any super memorable Valentine's Days from whenever I was in a relationship or not. It's just a whatever holiday to me. I always had nice Valentine's Days with my last boyfriend. And What did well, you do last year? Actually, no. Last year was a shit show. Just kidding. I got really pretty flowers last Valentine's Day in Vegas. I was on a work trip. He was upset that I had to take clients out at night and I was out late. And I didn't spend time with him on FaceTime. And I said, you know, I'm on a work trip. I'm entertaining clients. Shitty timing. But this is my role right now, my job. 
and we'll spend next weekend together. And I think we had spent the previous weekend together too. I can't remember, but he got mad and then he sent flowers to my hotel in Vegas when I was flying out the next day. Oh, so you didn't even get to like keep the flowers? No, no, it was a waste of money in my opinion. I said, wait, hold off. But when I did come back to New York, another bouquet of flowers was waiting. So dang, he was really good about the flowers. Loved the flowers. Yes. You know, I actually got flowers yesterday from Goldie. Oh, that's really sweet. Oh, another thing yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, I had one drink with Goldie. Poor Goldie. And uh, I was like, Goldie, did you know that I started a podcast? He's like, I took your fucking photos. He took it. our photos for our thumbnail. Yes, he knows. I was like. From the beginning. Going straight to the head. Uh, this is why I shouldn't drink anymore. But my past Valentine's Days with other exes, they always made me feel really special. They always got me flowers, handwritten notes and cards, always like some type of photograph, of course, the cliche teddy bear chocolates and dinners. And but it was always I always like it. I like Valentine's Day when you're really with someone and you love them. Yeah. My high school boyfriend, he got me like a teddy bear and flowers once, which was nice. And I ended up sleeping with that teddy bear. It was like designed that you could hug it. So it was like the perfect thing to sleep with. (laughs) I loved it. I even you had a cat. It. You snuggled the cat. I no, my cat didn't like to be snuggled. But I actually brought that bear with me to college, and I don't know what happened to it. I I haven't used it in years. That's so. not good trouble. That's bad juju. That is bad juju. But it's gone. But now his wife stalks me on TikTok. Oh, so. I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, I had a, a good Valentine's Day with my most recent ex before we were even official. What'd you do? Um, we went to the Museum of Ice Cream. Cute. I've never been, but I love ice cream. It was very, very cute. And they had this collaboration with a game We're Not Really Strangers. Oh, I love that game. Yeah. So that was a night that we sat down and like really started to ask each other questions and got to know each other a little bit better. And I actually surprised him the next week with the card game. I bought it. Oh, that's cute. That's when we officially started dating after. Oh, nice. But last year, we didn't do anything. I don't think. Oh. If we did, obviously, it wasn't memorable. And there's a reason he's an ex. Whatever. What are your standards going forward? I mean, this Valentine's Day, us girls are spending it together, which is the best thing. But what does an ideal Valentine's Day look for you? Honestly, an ideal Valentine's Day looks the same as any other day to me because it shouldn't be an excuse for him to treat me extra well. He should be treating me well throughout the year agreed yeah so like sure we can go to dinner and you best believe that we're gonna have fire sex afterwards that is my only requirement and actually i asked this to someone the other day do you like to have sex to music no i've no no i haven't had sex to music since maybe high school is it just silent it's not silent i mean the background (laughs) is sure but it's not silent but the thing is, with music, if the wrong song is on, I'm going to be like, I need to change the song. And if you're in the moment, I'm not going to like fumble around with a phone. Okay, I guess you're right. Every once in a while, a new song comes out where I'm like, I need to have sex to this song. I've n- and I've made it a mission to. No. No? Oh my God, right now, Unholy, Sam Smith and Kim Petras, Mommy don't know daddy's getting hot. <laughs> At the body shop, doing something unholy. Okay, maybe I need to add that to my repertoire of music. I also would feel like someone might judge my music. I don't make playlists, so one moment you're going to have jazz, and next it's going to be like Eminem, then it's going to be a bit of country, a bit of pop, a little slow songs, fast songs. I also think I would get the ick if, you know, I'm getting to the deed with a man, and he's like, oh, wait, hold on. I need to turn on my speaker and add music. 
That's then why, I feel like you would you add do it beforehand. That's then in that moment, I'm like, all right, so now he's going to turn on some like colored lights and I need to get out. Colored lights don't even get me started with colored lights. Are you a fan or no? <sighs> no. No. I think it's college it's, shit. It's young, immature shit. My ex's apartment, every single room had LED lights that you could change the color of strung in every single fucking room. I did not know this about him and I'm judging. Oh, yeah, it was... What color would he usually put them to? Green, it was his favorite color. Some things that you just don't even recognize are fucking weird until you're out of the relationship. Oh, a thousand percent. And that was definitely a big ick looking back at it. Yeah, I agree. If I even... That would have been a no-go of like, all right, leave now. Yeah. Valentine's Day sex. Is there a memorable one for you? No, I can't like think back to any of my Valentine's Day and like pinpoint a moment of sex. I don't think that I can either. I can actually I know like types of gifts that definitely enhance the sex, but I can't remember the moment of doing the deed. Are you talking about vibrators? Yeah, and other fun stuff. Mm, yes. Yes. I think that's incorporated also in every Valentine's Day gift I've ever gotten. A new vibrator? Yeah. Try. I actually just lost my first ever vibrator recently, and it's a really, really, really sad story because this was a very sentimental toy to me. Because I bought it in Amsterdam oh, no. with my friends, okay? I have a great story to follow this up with. <laughs> and uh, I took this vibrator to my dog-sitting gig, <laughs> which I don't know why. I was there for a while. I just needed something to do. But I went out one night, and I came back, and the dog had my vibrator in his mouth. I turned so white. I was like, holy shit, am I going to have to take this dog to the vet right now? Because he's like now? swallowed batteries or something? <laughs> yeah. No, thank God he didn't like swallow it or anything. And I was safe, but my vibrator was dead. And that was very sad to me. But the story gets a little bit worse because I didn't just throw it out there because I don't know if these people dig through their trash. I didn't want them to just find a rogue vibrator in their trash. So I put it back like in my bag. And a few days later, I had friends over. We were making dinner and it was an hour in or something. And we were like, where's the dog? Where'd he go? And mind you, this is a massive Newfoundland in a New York City apartment. Like you can't lose him. So we're like wandering around throughout the apartment. It's also a him. huge penthouse apartment. We have to put that in perspective too. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a five, six bedroom apartment. Yeah. So we actually find the dog in the bedroom that I'm staying in with the vibrator in his mouth again. Did he rip open the bag? He ripped open the bag and started chomping on my vibrator. He could sniff that shit out. Uh, I guess. Sniff that I, shit I'm out. scarred. But now I need to find one that's like that because now I just have like one of the sucky ones. And that's great. But I need a little bit more variety. You need variety. Yeah. I've never really had an issue with guys whenever I say that I want to incorporate a vibrator into sex. I don't ask. I'm not gonna, it's not a conversation. Just it's going it to happen. Yeah. I've never had anybody question me. That's good. It's also never usually the first time I'll do that. But once I start to feel more comfortable, it won't be a conversation. I'll just... Also, we're getting to the age where if you haven't experienced this... You need to. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I've never received lingerie from a guy, and that would actually be something that would be fun. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Now, that's a good also, Valentine's Day gift. That I also think lingerie is overrated. Why? Hot take. I think it's overrated. I never... When I view myself as like comfortable and confident it's not in lingerie it's going to be in my sweats and being comfortable and cozy and warm and I think I feel very vulnerable when I put on lingerie and so then for someone to 
want, you know, usually they want you to stand and do a cute pose and it, and that makes me feel uncomfortable. Okay, I will say my last experience with wearing lingerie was at the tail end of my last relationship and like I got undressed and he just like stood back and looked at me. He's like, wow, you never wear this. This is awesome. And it gave me the ick. (laughs) Yeah. Once you start to get the ick when it goes into the bedroom and you're avoiding sex, that's when you know it's done. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just don't think I like the center of attention in that moment of also just like staring at my body. And I always critique my body when I no need to. I should just love it the way it is. Yeah. Anyways. So I'm just not a huge fan. And also, it can be stupid expensive. Also, there are so many different types of lingerie that are just not compatible to wear under clothes. Agreed. And that's really annoying. Like, I found a lot of very cute bodysuits, but they go all the way up to your neck. And I'm like, I'm not wearing You're a turtleneck. turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wearing a turtleneck in the middle of summer. Like, no. I like that the lingerie topic has kind of shifted into I'm wearing this for a guy to I'm wearing this for myself. So people can wear it for themselves. Yeah. But what I'm wearing for myself is my sweats. (laughs) I also think hot take. I love sending cards. You know this. I send cards to everybody for any occasion. And I think when somebody gives me a handwritten card, especially on Valentine's Day, my birthday, Christmas, they don't, you don't have to make the card yourself. You don't have to, you know, scribble and doodle for a man just to take the time to really like write out his feelings and his thoughts and his little chicken scratch handwriting which it usually is and you know can't read it but that does more for me than any of the other gifts I'll get it's really the simple things the simple heartfelt messages and the little little things that you do men take notes that's all you need to do and it doesn't take a lot a of card effort. a card flowers one rose anything just saying hi thinking about you Send cards, everybody. I love cards. I need to get better at doing that because I love writing things, but I never send people cards. Well, maybe that's because your day job is writing, so you don't want to continue and do more writing afterwards. Yeah, that, I think that's the boat that I fall in because I like I do write in a journal every day too. Yeah, so you're already writing a lot. The last thing you're thinking about is like, all right, let me write more about this long, heartfelt letter sentiment. Actually, <laughs> I have written love letters to guys before. My high school boyfriend, I was with him for over a year. And whenever we broke up, it like really, really devastated me. And so in my mind, I was such a hopeless romantic. I was like, I'm going to win this guy back with these letters that I am about to write. Okay, so. Did you dear John it? Further, further than that. Oh, let's hear. So I've kept a journal every day and I've not missed a single day since 2010. And you're not exaggerating. I'm not. I have like 35, probably 70 journals at this point I don't know I've lost track but after I broke up with this guy I went back through my journal entries and I wrote a letter for every single month we were together and I included details that I had never told him things like things that I was feeling if we had a good day if we had a bad day all of that and I wrote each month out in a letter in long notebook paper each one was 15 to 20 pages long front and back crap um, and it took oh, me, Mare. and it took me four months to do this. And so once I had finished all of the 14 letters, I wrote a letter that had you been in, like, was this your first, had you been intimate with him? We never had sex. <laughs> I was like one of those good Christian girls that was like, oh, if I have sex with you, I'm going to be connected to you for the rest of my life. But I was down bad. So wow. Good thing you did not have sex with this man. You brought, you're right. Oh, I know it would have been bad, but 
the last letter I wrote, there were a lot of rumors and stuff that had gone on about me since we had broken up. So I explained like everything that had happened from the time that we broke up until that current moment and like said what I was feeling, all these things. Then I went out and I bought every single movie we ever watched together on DVD. I bought a pack of Oreos because they're his favorite cookie. I'm just speechless. And I bought a box and I packaged all the letters up and I dropped it off at his doorstep. Did your mom know you were doing this? No, I kept it a secret. Oh, I, I no wonder why you <laughs> did, Mayor. So I dropped it off at his house and then I came home and shut my phone off and we had a snow day the next day and I woke up and turned my phone on and had so many messages from him and he's like, I need to see you right now. Like, uh, can I come over later? Can I pick you up? All of these things. And he came over and we w- just went driving for like two hours and we sat and we talked and he's like, I genuinely don't think that things are over for us and I still have a lot of love for you, but I need to figure my stuff out. So I don't think that we can be together right now, but I want us to be in the future. He was like, I was up all night reading the letters. I have never cried so much in my whole oh my life. God, Mayor. Um, spoiler, we never did get back together. <laughs> We know reiterating what I did kind of gives me the ick. Going back and reading journals, though, is something so incredible that I don't keep as logged of a journal as you do. But there's times where in past breakups or hardships with family or friends that I'll go back and read some of my journals and read about how serious and how intense my feelings were at that moment. And now that I'm beyond them and past them, whatever conflict it was, to be able to go back and reflect and read it again can bring up so many emotions, but also just realize how much I've healed, how much I've moved on, how I've overcame certain challenges. That's such a good practice. And that's something that I don't really ever do. Maybe because I just have so many but I, that's something that I want to start incorporating into my like daily life practices. I don't know. I do actually have my first ever journal in my apartment. I'm going to bring it next time and we can read from it. Oh, hell yes. 13-year-old Mary's brain. That That's kind of that's kind of a scary place to read it. Okay, okay on but. Great Gifts from Men, speaking of 13, my sixth grade boyfriend, Jack Bloom, I still love him, he gave me Razzles and the 13 going on 30 movie and I think it's the one of the cutest gifts I ever got oh I like I don't have any gifts in mind that I ever received from a guy that were so special so changing song lyrics to match someone's name my first really really big crush in fifth grade his name was Devin and I loved him mind you this was also pre-braces Mary so I was an ugly duckling, okay? Oh, there's one photo of Mary as a child. <laughs> that is... I, Mary I don't air, like the same person. Mary airdrops this photo when we're out in public sometimes just for shits and gigs. Because it's jump scare. If that comes up on your phone, you're gonna be like, It's a great photo. Shit. Anyway, this guy, his name was Devin, and he always used to say that he was devilicious, okay? Okay, maybe Very, that's cute I, for a fifth grader, but now, ick. And, uh, that's cute for a fifth grader. I guess he never liked me, though, and I wrote him a birthday card, handmade him a birthday card. Where is your mom when you're doing all these things? (laughs) Not supervising me at all. And uh, I rewrote the words to Fergalicious to say... (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. To say Devilicious, and I gave him the card at lunchtime, and it was like, You're looking to be bullied. (laughs) I know. Like, you put a target right on yourself to be 
I gave it to him and I was like, don't show anyone. So he goes right back to his table and starts showing everyone, of course. And I was mortified. You're so creative, even as a young child. Devilicious definition. Make those girls go loco. (laughs) Clearly, you went fucking loco. I did. Man, I hate looking back at how I was at a kid and how, like, boy obsessed and crazy. Talking on this podcast kind of makes me sound like boy obsessed and crazy, but your girl just needs some dick. It's different. I'm not looking for love. I'm looking for dick. Very different things. But looking at how I was whenever I was younger... It's gag worthy how much of a hopeless romantic I was. And I went after these guys that were like, wanted nothing to do with me. Also, I was 12. Where the fuck was I going to go? What was What was I trying to do? I don't know. I got suspended at 12 years old in sixth grade for drinking at lunch. So I what was. What the fuck? Baby, I was on the fast track. I was hanging out. With Can we older. unpack that? <laughs> I was, you know, I thought I was cool. I drank at lunch with two friends. It was Malibu. Got suspended. And when I came back, they're like, how'd you serve your punishment? I'm like, oh, my dad's new young girlfriend took me out shopping and we got Juicy Couture sweatsuits. So clearly this wasn't a punishment. Where did you get the Malibu? I think somebody's parents liquor cabinet. And you just brought the bottle to school and were chugging some Malibu? Yeah, in a Sunny D bottle, of course. Oh, my God. And, like, how did they find out that it wasn't Sunny D? Because we were sixth graders running around giggling at this Sunny D bottle of a clear liquid. Actually, I can't even remember if it had OJ in it, but... Oh, my God. I was on the fast track at at a very young age. And now look how far we've come. We've Yeah, we've definitely came far. I just know I will be a total helicopter parent. I got away with murder. I was doing a lot of stupid shit at a young age where my mom was busy and that's no one to blame, but it was my mom and me and my sister and my sister was busy too. So I definitely stirred up some good trouble. I will not be a helicopter parent because I won't be a parent, period. Okay, that's true. (laughs) Just a parent to a bunch of dogs. Yes, exactly. Uh, My parents were kind of helicopter parents. I was the firstborn, so like they were very protective and... I did a little bit of sneaking around, but I never brought Malibu to school to drink it. Yes, I definitely, definitely did that. So next time I'll see you, Mary, will be Tuesday. Yes, for Valentine's Day, like we said, I don't really have that much stuff going on this week. I have like a few PR dates. Cute. Doing what? Um, just going to dinner. Nice. Anywhere good? Yeah, I'm going to Mamoya Sushi in Chelsea. That's one of my favorite sushi places like in the world. The best sushi roll I've ever had is the Mamoya Spicy Tuna Roll. It is Obviously, spicy tuna topped with yellowtail, almonds, and raspberry sauce. Sounds weird. Raspberry? Oh, my God. It is to die for. Melt in your mouth. Such a unique flavoring. Best thing ever. Go. And then I'm also going to Dante on Thursday. Yum. I've never been to Dante. Really? Yeah. Very good. So I'm excited for an espresso martini and Mm. just chit-chat. Nice. What are you doing this week? I'm flying out to California on Wednesday. You go to San Diego to see my sister. We're going to go surfing. Wednesday, we're having a girl's day, so it's just me and her out there. We're going to go thrifting, farmer's market. I desperately need a pedicure. So we're going to do all our girl activities and then our, like, sister bonding time. And then Thursday, our friend Jake, Cape Jake, is flying out. And then my cousin Matt is flying out. Matt got his ear pierced. Okay. (laughs) Side note. Allie put it in the group chat being like, I love men that have ear piercings. And then when I talked to Allie this morning, she was like, yeah, Matt pierced his ear. And I was like, did he do it because he saw your text? She's like, no, I, he FaceTimed me. Also, why wasn't I included in on this FaceTime? Besides the point. 
he pierced his ear and Matt Matt wanted some backup from Allie and said, throw it in the group. Jake's bullying me because I got my ear pierced. Matt's taking out the earring for California a thousand percent. Okay, yeah, he needs to. Yeah, I'm taking out that earring. But we're going to go to a bunch of beach bars. We're going to trivia one night. Matt has some friends out there. So just going to have a good time. I haven't seen my sister since Christmas. I miss the shit out of her. And you'll be able to go to the nice nice California weather, too. Yeah, she was at the beach the other day, 75 and sunny. So I will also be fake tanning. So when I'm out there, I already look like perfectly sun-kissed and like I belong. Oh, I can't wait to see you come back all sun-kissed and tan. Quote-unquote sun-kissed. And with some good trouble stories. Yes. Oh, I'll have plenty of good trouble stories. So we'll have a lot to catch up on when I'm back. Yes, we will. So until then, have a great Valentine's Day. Happy V-Day to all the single ladies. Get yourself some flowers. Go give yourself a massage and uh, have fun with your vibe because that's all you really and need your girlfriends. on Valentine's Day. And your girlfriends. Duh. So until next time, make sure that you stay in some good trouble. Good trouble. See ya. Bye.